Into sports. 20 yards out. Urge to shoot. Don't shoot. Oh, what a goal from Fabinho. Wow. Then get into the all-new OTB Sports app. I think when he apologizes to me, I probably will say hello to him. Yeah, no. Videos, sports news, live scores, interviews. If Abregas is going to come up to me in the street and give me some of a mouth that he would have given me on a football pitch, what do you do? You get a slap. Plus exclusive content on the OTB Podcast Network. The biggest names in sports. Ready when you are. Search OTB Sports on your app store and download it now. The OTB Podcast Network. Football on Off The Ball With Paddy Power Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game Gamble responsibly, see dunlewy.net So Dundalk are still 1-0 down in their Europa League qualifier in Moldova against Sheriff, there's half an hour gone in that game Spurs 1-0 up in their matches, a lot of live football on this evening across the Europa League and the Carabao Cup will be across that throughout the evening and into the football show when Kenny Cunningham will join us in studio but it is half seven on a Thursday so it's time to talk to John Giles Evening John Evening Nathan So looking back in last weekend, the first real big game of the season so far Liverpool against Chelsea seemed to turn on the sending off and Liverpool went on and I won't say won it convincingly considering they needed that penalty save but did the game hinge on that sending off or did you feel that Liverpool were the better side already? I thought Liverpool were the better side uh, Nathan obviously it didn't help uh, Chelsea to have a man sent off but I thought uh, uh, Liverpool more, were more likely to do it and in the end actually when they brought uh, Thiago on at half time uh, and uh, put uh, Fabinho back at uh, centre-back. Uh, I thought it was a winner for them. I think it, that'll be a winner for them for the rest of the season, Nathan. Mm. Uh, a lot of hype around Thiago arriving at the club, just been a key part of the Bayern Munich side that won the Champions League, and a different type of midfielder, it seems, than Liverpool had before with this all-action, all-energy midfield of Fabinho, Vinaldum, Henderson, Chieta, Oxlade-Chamberlain, whichever of the three it was. Is Thiago a totally different type of player that should see Liverpool playing a, a different kind of football? I, I don't think they'll play a different kind of football, Nathan, but I think he'll improve them. Uh, now, I only saw him for the first half. I was got the second half playing for mm. Liverpool. But he, from what I saw of him, uh, he's the, the, the only player that I've seen so far with Liverpool that can get a, grip of the, a real grip of the game. You know, the, 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 a lot of the players are good. A lot of Liverpool players, Henderson, they're, they're all good players. But there's nobody that uh, of those players, including Fabinho, that can get a grip of the game. And I think they've actually strengthened because if he, if he continues to be as, as I see him, and Fabinho, Fabinho, I think Fabinho's best position is centre-back, Nathan. Right, you were that impressed. So if, this, if Thiago does his stuff as I think he can, uh, I think the, the he, he, Klopp has improved the Liverpool team. There was certainly an argument being made last year when Liverpool didn't have that type of player and there was no real speculation around Thiago that Klopp didn't want that type of player, that he just wanted the energy. He wanted that go, go, go constantly. But when you look at the way teams now set up against Liverpool and, and even Chelsea in that second half when they're down to 10 men and they're on the back foot and they're stuck inside their own half, do Liverpool really need that type of creative midfielder, the more technically gifted midfielder who can pick out the pass against those type of teams, which I'd imagine they're going to face a lot of, who just sit incredibly deep and are hard to break down? Um, well, I think a lot of teams tried that last year, mm. uh, Nathan, and it didn't work. 
uh, I, I think it's very difficult, especially if you get a player in of this calibre or of this type. Uh, you know, again, I've only seen him in the first half playing for Liverpool, uh, sorry, second half uh, for, for Liverpool, but he definitely got on the ball, he looked for a pass, he, he dictated the game. I don't think they've had, despite all the things that they have, I don't think they've had a player like that since Graeme Souness. Mm. And we had the Span- I know they had a Spanish player at one stage there. When, yeah, Xabi Alonso. Alonso, who was a very, very good player. Uh, but this guy is, is, is the first I've seen. Certainly seen Sim. And, 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 and he was just a long time after Graham Souness. So I think, he's, I think he's a huge asset for them. I think it'll, it, it'll make them better, Nathan. I think they'll dictate the games more. Uh, they, do, they do dictate them in a, in, in a big way anyway. But I think when they need to, to break down the opposition, this guy can pick a pass out, in, 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 which is saying in football now, that uh, none of the other players can do. And he works hard and he uses the ball. I think he had more of the ball than anybody else in the, in, in the second half of the game. So I think he'd be a real winner for Liverpool. Would you have any Fabinho, would, Fabinho would definitely strengthen him at the back. I think he played back at the back a few times last year. Mm. Fabinho. And I think it's his best position. He reads the game well. I think he's good in the air. He's a good tackler. Uh, I think he's, he's a far better central defender than he is a midfield player. Just on that then, and it's, b- before we move to Fabinho as the centre-back, Fabinho as the midfielder compared yeah. to Thiago, the feeling would be that Fabinho maybe is a bit more defensive-minded and can cover the defence a bit more and that Thiago's just a player, a more creative player. Would, would you have any concerns about that? That, that no, There's no, no shield what, for the back what four? What happened there, Nathan, if Fabinho, the reason Fabinho is regarded as a defensive player because they don't keep the ball. So what will happen with Thiago, they'll keep the lot better, mm. keep the ball an awful lot more, so therefore they don't need to defend as much. You know, it depends what way you look at it. So if Thiago's on the ball and he's using the ball as well as he can and he uses it better than Fabinho, then he won't have to make the tackles that Fabinho makes. Or makes. That's the major part of his game. So there were enough players there, I think, Liverpool. Wijnaldum and Henderson and uh, Milner when he plays and other players that they play to do that type of job. But they've, they've, missed, they've always missed, in my opinion, that just that creative force that uh, will make them better. Do you almost flip that then when you're talking about Fabinho as a centre-half, that maybe he doesn't need the traditional old-school qualities of a centre-half because he's not going to have an awful lot of defending to do, that he's not going to be a team that is going to be backs to the wall for 90 minutes, that actually no. he, can, he can sort of cruise through a game, get on the ball a lot, do things slightly yeah, differently. He could, yeah, he can come, back, come from the back. Mm. And with defenders they have, with Robertson and uh, Van Dijk, he just fit in there brilliantly. Uh, you know, in other words, he won't be expected to do things at the back in a creative sense, of course, than he has in the middle of the field. And it's much easier to do what he's being asked to do now than to have that uh, creative force in the middle of the field. You either have it or you don't have it. Uh, yeah. And I don't think he has it. He's a very good player. He's done a good job for Liverpool. But from what I've seen of Thiago, he doesn't have the quality that Thiago has. And I don't think any of the m- other midfield players do. But with Fabinho moving to the back, which I think is his best position, I think he'd be the, the best defender, along with uh, uh, Van Dijk, uh, the, the partner for that. He'd be the best of the, the partners for Van Dijk that mm. they have. He did play for a time, I know, at Monaco at, at right back, and he has, as you say, had periods where he's played from time to time at centre back. Would you have any concerns at all about him in just the pure out and out defending side of the game? No. 
No, I think he can do it, Nathan. I mean, most of most of his, his assets in the middle of the field are, is actually winning the ball. Mm. You know, I think he can win it well. He's, he's, and then he'd be good in the air. I, I know, I think he's made for that. But and the further you go back, I mean, you've often heard me saying this before, Nathan, the easier it is if you have the qualities to do it. Because the game is facing you all the time. And playing for Liverpool, there's always, when you win the ball, there's always somebody available for it. You know, it's not as if he's gone to, to uh, one of the clubs that's struggling at the yeah. bottom. No, I think, I, think, I think what Klopp has done has actually improved the team from last year. You were quite confident a couple of weeks ago when we were previewing the season that Liverpool would be able to back up the form of last season and could go on and put on a strong defence of the title. From what you've seen over these first couple of games, it certainly seems to back it up. How impressed have you been with their attitude over these two matches? Um, well, Leeds, they were a bit down mm. uh, on their normal performance, but then they picked it up. I mean, Le- Le- I think Leeds surprised Liverpool on the day. It surprised everybody on the day in the way that they attacked Liverpool. But the, the, you know that was it was a poorish performance by there. But they still won. But now they picked it up. They pick it up tonight, and and they've also signed this lad Diego Jota, haven't they? Yeah, from from Wolves, like, who's been a very very good player for us. So the, the, the signings that he's made, I think, have been excellent. I think he's actually improved uh, the squad. And I didn't think they would actually. I didn't think they'd buy anybody. Mm. Uh, but buying Diego and doing what I think he, he looks like he can do, a definite improvement, which is bad news. Really bad news for the rest of the teams, uh, Nathan. There's no doubt about that. Just before we leave that game then, on to Chelsea, who are still missing a lot of players through injury, including quite a few of their summer signings. Uh, another summer signing just confirmed today is the goalkeeper, Edward Mendy, who they've signed from Wren. And another real horror show from Kepa at the weekend. Uh, I guess Frank Lampard had no choice at this stage when you look at Kepa's performances over the last few years. Do you get the sense that everybody at the club had probably just lost faith in him? Oh, definitely. Well, he, he hasn't done it. Now. Mm. He's made terrible mistakes. I mean, the mistake he made the other day, and with, with goalkeepers, like if you take Liverpool's Gallison, it's, it's actually saved a penalty in the match, right? Kappa uh, lost him a goal. That's a, that's a, that's a two-goal swing, yeah. Nathan, in one game. But how many times has he done it? I mean, when you see the top keepers, Edison uh, for City, I think they are the two best goalkeepers, and Allison for Liverpool very, very seldom make a mistake. And actually, they actually save team, their, their, their teams. In other words, if you have a goalkeeper, I might have spoken about this before, who concedes, gives 10 goals away from you, Nathan, and you have a goalkeeper like Liverpool's goalkeeper who saves you 10 goals, that's a 20-goal swing. Yeah, it's huge. Huge. You, can't, you, you don't win things with bad goalkeepers. And uh, like Liverpool, Liverpool, I think, picked up the game in the second half. Uh, there's no doubt, but but when you give a goal away like that, then it really ruins them. I, I was disappointed with Chelsea. I must say, uh, Nathan, I, I was disappointed. I thought Werner is it Werner? Yeah, Werner, team of Werner. Yeah, yeah, did okay. I don't know what position he was playing, and what's the other lad in? Havertz. Kai Havertz, yeah. I Havertz, yeah. You, well, he had to come. He came off at half time, mm. and I know. I think he scored a hat trick last night. He did, yeah. But I couldn't see it. I couldn't see what he was doing in in in, in the match and a half. Where you could say. Yeah, he's really good. He, he didn't show anything at all. And I was disappointed. I know he's only a young fella, but they paid a lot of money for him. But they, they for some reason, or other, they didn't look right, Chelsea. Mm. Even Kante, I don't know what, what position Kante was playing in. And I, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of Jorginho anyway. Mm. So, but they didn't look organised. They, they were disappointed, I felt, 
Chelsea. I thought they were disappointed in the match they won. Where were they at Brighton? What was the, the yeah, Brighton match? on the opening day, yeah. Yeah, they won. It was a good win for them, but they didn't look. They didn't really look what I expected them to look, and they certainly didn't look uh, like that against uh, Liverpool. I think Liverpool in the second half beat them well. Mm. We were doing commentary on the game, and one of the things that stood out, even ahead of Kepa's miss, was. Like Chelsea, I guess they have a huge amount of quality players, so maybe they feel very confident that they can play it out of the back. But down to 10 men, Liverpool were pressing them right up the pitch from yeah. their kickouts. That Should the players not be looking at that situation and realising, well, if, if Liverpool are pushed right up, we're down to 10 men, there has to be an option somewhere else. Like that, You have to go long sometimes. It seems that a lot of these clubs now, it's so drilled into them that they never look for an alternative. And, and it just felt that it was an accident waiting to happen for Chelsea that playing it out from the back, even before Kepa's mistake. Yeah, well, I, I don't agree with playing out from the back of any club, <laughs> Nigel, to be quite honest. I think a certain amount was okay, but I think it's, I think it's overdone. And uh, the thing is with Chelsea as well, they didn't, I know they were down to 10 men, but even mm. when it came to defending, they didn't defend very well. Now, I know the goalkeeper gave a goal away, but even, even the first goal, the header from Sane, came down the left-hand side, and it was only a 1-2, an ordinary 1-2 that uh, left them high and dry. So they, I, I I'd expected a lot more from Chelsea than we've seen so far. I know it's early days, and I'm, free, I'm sure Frank Lampard, but I would have expected more from them attack-wise. I think they've always been a bit dodgy defensively. Uh, yeah. and I think they, they, they're not good defensively, but overall, a midfield, up front, I, I was disappointed with them, I must say. I expected a lot more from Chelsea. And Liverpool, you, you'd ex, you expect them to do what they do and did it, did it well. And again, going back to, to the, to the buys that, that they made, which are Zina going to the back, Thiago in the middle of the field, I think they're going to be a better Liverpool team than they were last year. All right, well, let's talk about one of the contenders in a moment. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll chat then about Manchester City. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See Dunleary.net. So Dundalk have just equalised in their Europa League game against Sheriff in Moldova in the past couple of moments. The goal from Sean Murray. So a big moment for Dundalk there. We keep a close eye on that across the course of the evening. John Giles is still with us. Uh, John, before we get to Manchester City, you might talk about Tottenham. Uh, impressive win at the weekend after a slow start against Southampton. Four goals for Sun, four assists and a goal for Harry Kane. But all the talk of Gareth Bale's return to the club. Is this a good deal for Tottenham? Well, he should improve them. Now, he is a good player. Mm. Uh, you know, he's got to step back into the Premiership again. Um, but I, I would—I don't think it's a good sign for a team like Spurs to be to be doing this deal or to have to do this deal, Nathan. You know, I think it, it was the top clubs. I know Manchester were showing an interest in, in in Bale, but really, if Spurs are in the position that they should be in, in my opinion, for such a big club, they should be buying them back in. Mm. Or buying another player uh, in, 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 for a squad that's need, that needs an injection. Uh, so it, it, it's a loan deal, uh, Nathan, as we know. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's not Spurs. It's not one of the, the big clubs at their best. Yeah, I guess in the current environment around the transfer market, that there could have been the possibility of doing it permanent, and maybe at the end of the season it may become that, um, depending on how things go and how his injuries go, and it does look as though it's going to be a few weeks before he's even able to make his Spurs debut. 
he's been like when he left the Premier League, he was arguably the best player in the Premier League. He's had unbelievable success at Real Madrid, yeah. though hasn't played a huge amount, particularly over the last season. And a lot of questions about his mentality, whether he had any real interest in the game of football, enjoys a good game of golf, maybe a couple of games of golf too many. Yeah. Would you have concerns about his mentality? And do you think once it's gone, it's gone, or can actually Mourinho and Tottenham switch it back on? Well, it, it doesn't help. Uh, Nathan, that the fact that Real Madrid are letting him go for whatever reason, and they're usually the main reason is because he's not playing as well as he can play. Uh, now, I think the, the, the manager obviously doesn't fancy him. Uh, he's been given a hard time, I think. Uh, but at the same time, if a player is really doing this stuff, then you don't let players go of his calibre when he's at his best. Mm. And, uh, you know, he's been there a few years, he's 31. Uh, he's made a, an awful lot of money, uh, and money, in my opinion, can corrupt <laughs> in any walk of life. But it, it, I've, I've seen it, you know, I've seen it so many times. He's, he's, has he got the hunger to do it? It's usually the hunger, and that would bring you back to Deli Ali. What's what, uh, 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 Mourinho saying? I can't do anything about. It. He hasn't got the hunger to do it himself, and I doubt over the last year or two that Deli Ali has had the hunger to do it. Nathan. He got a big contract. A big contract, and it's, I think it's no coincidence in the game with some players. They get a big contract, and then they stop playing as well as they should be playing. Now, in Gareth Bale, I don't know. I think he's been a good lad. I think when he plays for Wales, which is only once in a blue moon, yeah. he, he's, he's done well. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if he doesn't improve them. But, but if you're looking for a team to be really going ahead, as Liverpool have done, they're the, they're the, they're the main ones now, uh, then... Let's just put it this way. I couldn't see Klopp bringing Gareth Bale in on a loan for a year. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I just don't. I think Spurs are all over the place in what they need to do to challenge these big clubs. The, the one good thing they have in their favour, obviously, they've got Kane, who's a terrific player, and Son. Son is a terrific player. He, he, he gets very little credit because he doesn't play in, like for England and that. Mm. But what a, what a player. I mean, we saw him at the weekend. I know Harry Kane made, made four of the goals for him. But he took them brilliantly. And he does it week in and now. He's a great attitude. And he's, he's, he's a terrific player, player for them. So, you know, if Bale is doing his stuff along with Kane, it, it, if he's doing his stuff, it should make an improvement. But I don't see it as a long-term thing for Spurs who should be looking to challenge, you know, Manchester United, Manchester City and Liverpool. We saw Manchester City for the first time then on Monday night uh, beat a good Wolves side. 3-1, particularly in the first half, seemed to be firing on all cylinders. Gave Wolves a chance in the second half. Do Manchester City, have you seen any change in terms of attitude, in terms of potential for them to go and push Liverpool a bit closer this season? No. Right. How come? Over the 90 minutes, I wasn't impressed with them at all, Nathan. They were absolutely brilliant for for periods in the first half. Yeah. Definitely. Looked like they were going to kill Wolves. Then in the second half, and I think it's going to be Manchester City for the rest of the season with the players that they have. When they're they're good, they're brilliant. But in the second half, they collapsed, Nathan. So I don't think they have a player in there or certain players in there that can say, well, look, it's going against us now. We have to tighten up a little bit. And I don't like in the middle of the field they had uh, Rodri, Rodri, yeah, and, and Ferrandino, right? So they have no playmaker. 
De Bruyne comes and goes. De Bruyne, when, he, when he's good, he's brilliant. And he does some brilliant things, Nathan. There's no doubt about it. But if you want somebody, like in the second half, one the midfield players who's, who, who's really dominating, not dominating, but holding, holding things together for the club, you re, or for the team, you realise this is going against us. We've got to get a grip of it. So City don't have anybody to get a grip of it. So when it's going against them, it's really going against them. When it's going for them, it's really going for them. But there'll be, there'll be, there'll be no, there won't be consistency about them, Nathan. Is De Bruyne not that player who can get no. a grip of a game? No, he's not, Nathan. No. De Bruyne does brilliant things, absolutely brilliant things at times, right? But he's not a playmaker. He's not the, the general in the middle of the field that can sense this is going against us. We've got a grip of it, and, and it's my job to get a grip of it. Yeah. No, in my well, I'm going to give you my opinion. Yeah, what, what, I don't what, what think is he is. It? I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever has been that type of player. Yeah, and he can be a bit too temperamental. For I'm not a huge fan of the brain. I'm I'm a huge fan of his talent because he does some amazing things, absolutely brilliant at times, which he did in the first half. But in the second half, Nathan, now if you've got a playmaker and it go, it's going Wolves' way, he's the man that gets a grip of it. You know, a little ball here, a little ball there, take the heat out. Didn't see De Bruyne. Didn't see De Bruyne in the second half. Mm. So, so he's not the man to do that. And they don't have any. That's what worries, not that I, I should be worried about Manchester City, but if I was a Manchester City supporter, I would be worried about them in that respect. They can be brilliant, but are you going to be brilliant for 90 minutes? There's very, very few teams can do that. And they have lost some of their best players as well. Yeah. You know, David Silva's gone. Uh, uh, the, the, the Aguero is, injured, is, is, yeah. is injured. Uh They had the, 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 the lad at the back. Uh, company is gone, yeah. There's, yeah, there's the, quite the, a few. They've lost about four outstanding players. So some of the time they were at the best. And they haven't replaced them. Rodri is, is OK. He's a A to B man. Uh, Fernandinho is de- definitely he does okay gets a few tackles in the middle of the field but they're not going to be creative in that particular sense and they've nobody to get a grip I, 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 don't, I don't expect them to challenge uh, Liverpool either. Just briefly on De Bruyne then um, mm. look he created 20 goals last season he was very much involved again on Monday night yeah. what, what is the best position for him what can Pep Guardiola do if he wants to somehow get more out of De Bruyne or is he just not that type of player he's not that type of player Nathan he, he does get a lot out of him and he does brilliant things he's, I mean on his best I love watching him but if you want somebody in there like, like uh, Liverpool for example have got that Thiago in there which mm. I think he can, he can do that type of job right I don't think De Bruyne can do that you know, yeah. you had David Silva, uh, David Silva before. You would had they, wa- would they want him doing that job? Would they want him that far back the pitch? Well, they don't have to be that far back, Nathan. Mm. You know, like you can do it, you can do it from inside their half as well. More so if you're getting a grip of the game. You know, he just, he just, he doesn't. In my opinion, he doesn't have the mentality to do that. So he's waiting for somebody to get the ball to him, and then he's brilliant. But if if, the, if it's going against you. What I'm saying with City, they have nobody to get the ball to him. Rodri's yeah. not going to do it. Fernandinho's not going to do it. You know, Foden is a young lad who I don't think is very good, but not capable of doing that either. All right, John, so, we've got to leave it there. Unfortunately, we're uh, short on time. Great stuff as always, though. We'll talk okay, to you next Nathan. Thursday.
Thank you. Bye. John Giles there, as always, half seven on a Thursday. You can listen back to that on the OTB Sports app. Quick break, and then we're talking rugby with Brian O'Driscoll. Football on Off the Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See Dunleary.net. That was an OTB Podcast Network presentation. 